welcome to your typical shonen protagonist. He's Kai, I'm Kells, and today we're talking about Demon Slayer, the movie, Mugen Train arc. Off the top, spoilers. We're gonna be talking about this movie in depth. It's wonderful. If you don't wanna know what happened, go watch it yourself and come back. But big ol' spoilers, we are talking about everything that happened. First off, Kai, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm still in the sense of euphoria from watching this amazing spectacle. Oh my God. Like, this felt like it could have been six, seven episodes of an actual season, all put into like an hour and a half or two. And I'm not mad at it. I know, right? Like, it is, it was great. Like, it was, and some people were like, oh, it didn't feel like a movie. I'm like, that's what's up. I like that it didn't feel like a movie. It felt like it was. I mean, it, of course, it sucked for people who were not, like, able to see it or who aren't going to be able to see it before the season, season two starts, because it is canon, but it felt like a real, it just felt such like a, such a natural experience, and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Now, that's one of those things that I, I think, nothing really happened in this movie that they won't be able to explain at the start of season two. It's season two, right? Yeah, season two. I, like, yes, a bunch of crazy shit happens. It's a really hype, wonderful, wild experience. But it's nothing that a flashback can't really take care of and bring you up to speed. You will miss out on the glory that was everything that got us there, but you won't really miss out on story context if you aren't able to watch the movie before the season comes out. Are you right? It's, um, it's like, definitely hype, but... I do advise watching this movie before you watch season two. And if you haven't watched the movie, why are you here? Like, why are you doing this to (laughs) yourself? Yes. But, you know, without further ado, I think it's time to give the people what they came for. Let's do it, man. So it's the Mugen train arc. Yeah. It's exactly where season one left off. It's the next canon story arc. It's a legit part continued. It's crazy. And it's literally the next scene, which is so wild. Um, you just see, like, it's literally where you leave off in the end of episode 26, I believe, because I think season one had 26 episodes. You literally just pick up right there. Like, they are literally hopping on the train. Like, season one ended with them running towards the train. The movie starts with them hopping on the train. Yes. And then you get into the act one, kind of. So, they board the train. Um, they're like, okay, let's hide the swords, let's do all this, and they're going through the cabin, they're, they're like, I smell, or, no, they just go to the cabin, I think they just run into a Rengoku there, because they hear, like, this loud noise of someone just saying, Uma, which is delicious in just Japanese. Just screaming it after every bite, like, and, and you, he's eating, like, 42 bentos, like... Yeah. The the front part of this train is fed up with this shit. They're like, if only a demon would come kill us. <laughs> but you find out why he's about this life is or eating so much is because he's a he's a damn specimen. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah, man. Like so, um, he kind of explains to them. He's like, hey, I'm Ren Goku. I'm the Flame Hashira. Um, and he was like, I recognize you from Master's Place when you made the scene with your demon sister and all that and he's like be my protege you know let me train you because 
what I recall, you had some promise of what I saw and all this and all that. And then they're sitting here and they're talking and everything. And then the demons appear, air quotes. Um, these two demons appear. It's kind of a like just super buff demon and a like weird spider crawling demon. And Inosuke is like, I got this. I'm Inosuke. So he goes to go fight this demon and then immediately gets the brakes handed to him. And this is when we get, we see Rengoku's like first form, his sword art, I guess I can say. Yeah, sword art. Um, and it's like, I think it's the first form he does. And it's just like automatically, you're like, okay, this movie is going to blow my mind. Because like his first sword skill is just so beautifully animated. And it's like the fire. And then like at that moment, I was like, okay, like. Okay, this is going to be hella freaking good. Thank you, Ufotable. <laughs> yes, like, because I saw the Fate movie last year, Heaven's Field Part 3, and I saw this, and I was like, Ufotable just, like, they got me so spoiled. Like, <laughs> the next movie I see in theaters, like, animation-wise, is going to have to come pretty correct, because I'm like, your boy now has a standard. <laughs> and it's the highest standard, unfortunately. But, so all this is happening... Um, or is it happening? Which I still was like, that was part of the, because you find out they're in the dream world because the conductor came and punched everybody a ticket. And then you find out the lower moon one from last, from season one, the one with like, who were kind of like the tux, I would say, was it more of like a, was it a tux? You talking about lower moon one, like one, uh, Emu. Yeah, Emu. Yeah. I think it was... Anyway. Yeah, he's he's the one that's like, mm, but if you give me blood, yeah, I won't fuck it up like the last guy. Yeah, he's like super blood obsessed, but he's garbage, so like, it doesn't matter in the first place. But, so this guy is out here, you know, using his demon blood to activate his demon arc, which is to put people in a dream world. And... I was like, okay, I did not expect this to be his power. Like, I don't know what I expected with these blood arts, but I definitely did not expect somebody to have the power of, like, Dream Eater. Man, for real. And and all of our uh, demon slayers are asleep. Everything we saw at the beginning literally just happened in their mind. And then they each fall into their own dream, which is set up so they're going to show you the nice thing that you want to see so that they can buy time for three, four, four children who are all already going to die for one reason or another to come and murder the Demon Slayers in their sleep, in their dream. This is some Jason Voorhees fucking... Uh, the other one that actually does the dreams, Nightmare Freddy on Krueger? Elm Street shit. Yeah, this is some Freddy Krueger shit right here. Yeah, like... Except uh, it's children, and they're all sad. No one's happy about this. Yeah, it's it's exceptionally wild. So, I mean, but like, they all seem, like one of them seems sad. Like the one who's in Tondero dreams. He's like, I don't want to do this, because he's dying of, I think, leukemia it was. No, it's tuberculosis. Oh, tuberculosis, yeah. But I mean, all, all of them are, you know, sick. However, the one that deals with Tanjiro's dream, he sees, like, the purity and sincerity of Tanjiro's soul. And he's like, oh, 
oh shit, I can't, I can't murder this man. He made me feel warm. He made me feel cared about. But, you know, that's after Tanjiro having gone through, you know, seeing his family again and then being blamed for leaving and this, that, and the other. It's yeah. a sweet dream and then it's a bad dream and then beautiful nightmare. He wakes up. Yeah. And it was so wild because, like, there's people, like, some people in the community who are trash, but you're going to have trash in every community, um, likes to say that Tanjiro is like a crybaby. Like, he's the new quote-unquote Deku. I'm like, people no. don't seem to understand. Like, this is Even like... Deku's not that bad. Yeah. I'm like, it's, like, realistic, though. Like, if your whole family is wiped out, if you, like, go and do your job, you come home from your 9 to 5, and you find your whole family wiped out, and you're not crying, what is your problem? Like, I hate yeah. when people, like, bang, bash characters for being, like, realistic. Like... Mike, come out of your mom's basement and experience life, and you'll have feelings too. I promise. And hopefully, you don't walk out of the basement and your entire family's murdered. Yeah, like, let's not have you be the next Tanjiro. Yeah, even though you'll probably be more like the next. Yeah, I can't think of yeah. any. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but, so well, uh, we we slowly see we see Tanjiro wake up and kind of put the whole scene together after. Um, what's her bucket? Nezuko. Now, because Nezuko shows up and is being Nezuko. Yeah, Nezuko is like, she wakes up, kicks her box open, and she's in like her little cute form, and she like goes and sees Tanjiro asleep, and she's like, give me attention. Because she's kind of basically like a puppy at this point. And, you know, obviously he can't because he's knocked out, escaped in his dream world. Man, when she grabbed his hand and put it on her own head, I'm like, no, <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, it's so adorable. Like, but straight up, when so Nezuko can't give the attention. So, what does Nezuko do? She goes and headbutts Tanjiro to wake him up and and then starts bleeding. Yes, because as all as we know, Tanjiro for some reason has like the strongest forehead in existence, bruh, and, and Tanjiro's like half bloodhound, he smells that from inside of his dream. Yes, he's like, that's Nezuko's blood. So he starts to wake up, and I'm like, okay. So a big part of this dream is these kids who are in there are looking for the source to basically kill you in your sleep. You're killed in general. Like, this demon operates, Hamu operates on killing people's sources to, like, kill them in their sleep. And yeah, like, like, they find your soul crystal and, like, break it. And then your soul just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And we got to talk about my dog, Rin Goku, for a second. To just show the blatant disrespect and different level that these Hashiras are on. Like Still asleep. Grabs this child by the throat. Like, and starts, like, strangling them. It's like, you're not going to kill. She's like, this is impossible. How is this happening? I'm like, <laughs> You messed with Giga Chad point two point over here, like this man is a whole beast. I like he is a different dog. He's he is that commercial when Kobe Bryant's like, "Are you like a different animal but the same beast?" <laughs> and Kanye was just like, "What does that mean, Kobe Bryant?" Because oh my god! But so Ringo Goku, like his whole core is just pure fire. 
Like, it is wild. He is the embodiment of the flame Hashira, opposed to Tanjiro's, like, clear blue skies and peaceful. So, Tanjiro's assailant can't even, he's like, nah, I can't do this. Like, you led me to your source to kill you because you knew that's what I was looking for. He was like, I can't do this. And Rengoku's just like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just strangle you. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need kindness. Like, his survival instinct is so strong. And then, so... Nezuko sets does she set Tanjiro on fire or she sets his rope on fire because she figures out what's going on with that so she kind of like sets the rope on fire and this kind of gets Tanjiro in his senses and Tanjiro has a flashback to his dad or his dad appears in his consciousness which again I'm like who is his dad who is come up like Tanjiro bro are we gonna find out that maybe he was the uh the captain, the Hashira, that's how we say it. Yeah, he could have been yeah, the Hashira. What was he not the Hashira, like the flame Hashira before Rengoku? Like, why is Rengoku's dad sad? Like, that's the thing. I think that has to do. We might figure that out a little. Like, I feel like from I feel like why that might be might have something to do with his mom because we know that his mom's dead from Rengoku's dream. Like, because he, in his dream, like Tanjiro saw his family, Rengoku saw his dad and his little brother in their, like, perfect world. And his dad, even in his dreams, his dad was still not, like, proud of him. And Rengoku was just, like, it doesn't matter if he's proud because I did this for me. And, whew, Rengoku, man. (laughs) We'll get there. Um, So, it just really has me wondering who Tanjiro's dad is. Because his dad shows up and he's like, hey, um, you got to kill yourself to get out of here. Like, it's the only way. And his dad's, he Tanjiro's like, you know, I'm I'm going to trust it. You know, why would my dad, spirit incarnate, lie to me? So Tanjiro goes and he kills himself to get out of this dream, which is going to play a huge part um, in a minute. Um, so he gets out of that by doing that. And so he's out. He's like, OK, I smell a demon. And he's like, Nezuko, come on. And they find where the lower third is. Or, yeah, lower one is. Tells Nezuko to wait. Tanjiro goes up there. He's like, I got this. So Tanjiro is fighting him. And he is just, like, super wild. Because as Tanjiro is, like, getting knocked out with this demon's, like, blood art, he keeps coming back and snapping back into it. And... Like, he kind of figures out the process. So he goes and he's able to cut the lower one's neck by using his, um, does he use his kata for that? I don't recall. I know he's, he's going, I think he uses his regular breathing techniques. Yeah, he's strong enough to use his regular breathing technique to cut this lower moon's. So he, we've seen the strength. We've seen that, okay, he's definitely stronger than he was. In the forest against Rui. So he goes. He does that. Bada boom. And. So. He's like yeah. And he's like wait. Why isn't he deteriorating? What's going on? And he's like. Lower moon. Ima is like. I am the train. And Tanjiro's like what? (laughs) So. Wait a minute. Yeah. That was the first big twist for me. That (laughs) Inosuke was right. Yes. Inosuke was like. This. This metal beast is a demon. And very technically, 
he wound up being right. Yes. So after Tanjiro's awake, we see the goat Rengoku wake up and immediately ascertain the situation. Well, no, I think Inosuke wakes up before him, actually. Um, Because Inosuke is able to find out what's going on with his core because Inosuke is just super aware with his animal instincts. He's just insanely aware of what's going on. No, no, Inosuke actually wakes up before they find the lower third because he tells Tanjiro where he is, I believe. No, no, he tells him where the head is. My bad. So, yeah. Inosuke tells him where the head is at the train. So Inosuke's up and he's like, yo, I use my touch sense to find the head. And yeah. And Tanjiro. Because um, the, the rest of them are guarding the people on the train. Yes. Because the train is now morphing into just pure demon grossness. Yes. And trying to murder all 200 passengers. Yes. But we get this insane feat of how strong and fast Rengoku is because he's like out here flying between the carts. And I'm going to guard five train cars by myself. <laughs> yes. Wild. Wild. And then he's like, Inosuke, or he's like, your sister and Inosuke are going to guard... Uh, I think two, and then uh, Zen Zenitsu. Yeah, Zenitsu and Nezuko are going to guard the two trains. So that's another thing. Everybody's awake, and then Nezuko's fighting, and of course she gets overwhelmed and she starts like in pain, and makes noise, and Zenitsu, <laughs> being the goat he is while he's sleeping. <laughs> Here's her and just straight like fi- like first flash steps into her cart and then saves her while he's still asleep and it's just man this is when the movie really like took off for me I was like okay let's go so yeah man yeah like and after this it was really this is when I feel like we got into like the start of the climax. Because I don't know. I felt like there were two climaxes in this movie. Um, Well, totally, totally. So we get to them being successful against our first villain. Surprise, first villain. Um, Enmu, the uh, lower one, like they find where his head is and they pull out all the stops, except at this point, like he goes crazy and is just constantly flashing um, Tanjiro and Inosuke to put them to sleep with eyeballs. Like, they know where his, his head is. His head is in the coal car, right up by the engine. And they've cut it once, but now that they've made it back, he's not having any of it, and he's constantly putting uh, Tanjiro to sleep. And Tanjiro's like, I know how to get out of this. I'll just kill myself in the dream. But he's like, I got to wake up with my eyes closed and he just can't do it. So he's do he's he's killing himself so fast that at one point he goes to kill himself and he's already awake. And Inosuke is like, don't do something stupid, you dumbass. He's like, don't die a pathetic death. Like, and yes, Inosuke really shined in this movie. I felt like Inosuke yeah. was like, we already saw him get down. But like this was his moment with his animal instinct skills and his breathing types. And the fact that he has a form just called Slice, 
<laughs> like <laughs> it's simple and effective. <laughs> yes, it very much is. Um, so the teamwork between him and Tanjiro really just nail it all home for me. Like it's just so they manage to Tanjiro activates his um Fumi like his fire breathing technique. Um fire breath what's it called? Um uh, Yes, it's called his fire breath technique. I should know this. Yeah, that one. That one. Yes. Um so he does that and he cuts straight through like the spine the spine of this train sword or train demon. And like as it happens and flips over, we saw that Rin like we later found out in this moment Rin Goku managed to safely as because him when the demon was losing, when he was dying, the lower one was dying. This man was like, I'm just gonna kill everybody. I'm gonna do it anyway, just out of spite. <laughs> and he didn't manage to, because Rin Goku is a savage. And in that last moment, managed to save everyone. All 200 people. There was not a single casualty. So, train... Except the train falls off the tracks. Yes, the train falls off his cra- of the tracks. Um. Oh, also, important moment. Before Tanjiro slashes this lower moon one... Tanjiro gets stabbed by the conductor, who's a human, because he wants to go back and have sweet dreams and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, that happens. Um, and as the train flicks over, Tanjiro's like, Inosuke, you have to save that man who stabbed me. And Inosuke's like, nah. Like, I'm not gonna do it. And Tanjiro's <laughs> like, I can't die. Like, Inosuke's like, you might die. And Tanjiro's if like... If he dies, I am a failure. Inosuke's like... Damn you. Okay, I'll do it for you. Yeah, and Tanjiro's like, I can't die, because if I die, that man becomes a murderer. And I'm just like, Tanjiro. Like, I was with Inosuke, though. I gotta say, I was really mad. I was like, yo, like, Tanjiro, I get it, but, like, screwed as hell. Like, I get it, but again, nah. Like, F that guy. So... Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'm like, okay, wow, the movie's over. Um, you had the resolution. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah exactly. We we had the train. The train is now not a train anymore. Great. Show's over. Yeah, I'm like, that was, hey. uh, I was like, that was hype, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I was like, it still feels like something's happening. And then out of nowhere, an upper moon three shows up. Like, the third strongest of all the demons. Like, besides, you know, um, Muzin. But, like, this is the strong, this is, like, the four strongest demon in existence shows up. And I'm like, okay. I'm just like, I'm like, okay. And then this is when we really see Rengoku go off. Like, Rengoku goes over, and it's, like, almost like a Dragon Ball Z fight or something. Because you, no one can keep up with Rengoku and the demon Akaza, like is like literally can't see them. Like the only person who I don't, I don't think anybody can honestly. Um, no, they're just seeing the sparks of battle from here and there and there. They can't keep up with the action. Yeah, like and this demon is like, wow, you're strong. You know, you are a worthy opponent, but you're still only human. And Rigoku is going out here, and he's pulling out some stops, like. We, we've seen Hashirama, or, well, not Hashirama, <laughs> Naruto. We've seen Hashira, 
like fight before, but we haven't really seen them fight. Like we saw Shinobu, like you know, not really break a sweat. She like slashed one demon, you know. We saw Gyo kind of just like okay, like let me just cut this lower third real easy, like. But we hadn't seen one actually fight, and Rengoku was the first one that we saw actually fight. And holy crap, bro, it was, it was a spectacle. Like you're like this is what, and then we are reinforced what the gap between Tanjiro and Yosuke and Zenitsu is between Ahashira. Like we saw that that this is true. Like this is the gap that will have to be closed. Yeah, and and equally in the same fight. We see the gap between even the strongest Hashira and one of the strongest demons. They can go toe-to-toe, but Rengoku is still just a human. The demon heals all of his wounds seconds after they're hit, which is wild that Rengoku can even land them. But Rengoku gets cut, and it adds up. It stacks up, and... Akaza through this entire fight's like, bruh, come, come be a demon with me. Come be great. We'll fight for the rest of eternity. We can continue to be stronger. Come be a demon. Rengoku's like, respectfully, go fuck yourself. Yes, and he gives like this speech, which really resonated with me. He talks about like the beauty of growing old and what it means to be a human, and that is like the value of life, is the fact that you will grow old, that you will perish. And that's something to be respectful. And then he calls, the demon calls Akaza, I think, yeah, Akaza calls, you know, Tanjiro weak, and Inosuke says they're weak. And then Rengoku, and just like, because earlier, Rengoku had asked him to be his pupils, and I originally thought that was kind of just like Rengoku just kind of being like, you know, how I'm so much stronger than you. And then I immediately, like, ate my words because I'm like, yo, no, this is... This is a thing of beauty. This is Rengoku being like, hey, like, I actually see promise in you. And he says that Tanjiro has the courage to stand up and fight and do this. And that makes him strong in my book. And I'm like, yo, Rengoku is an absolute, absolute body. Like, he is, like, at this point, like, my favorite character in the Demon Slayer story besides Shinobu because she doesn't count because it's not fair. But... I'm just like, wow, I'm I'm really liking like I'm like they they made me care about him within an hour, which I feel like is the best thing about the movie. Like, yes, I got attached to this character with like the least amount of screen time. Like even the first demon one, like demon upper moon or demon lower moon one, whatever his face was, Ima, like had more screen time than Rengoku did. And will. So, unfortunately, and, this oh, yeah. fight goes exactly yeah. how you think it's going to go. Yes. Which is crazy. Like, him holding on to this fight for so long is wild. So, we've got this race against time. Okay. Akaza puts his whole hand through Rengoku. Rengoku is going to die. But Akaza sees that the sun is coming up. He's on a timer, just like Rengoku. Except Rengoku still has superhuman bullshit strength and is keeping a grip on Akaza so that they will both 
go down forever. Eventually, Akaza rips off his own arm to run away from the sun. Yes, and like you see Rengoku say that he didn't lose because he was able to save everybody. He was able to make sure his juniors didn't get hurt. But the fact that Tanjiro doesn't accept that, Tanjiro runs after him, he muscles the strength, he said, no, it's not fair, we're out here risking our lives, we're doing this, and you just get to, like, walk away, it's like, you ran from this fight, and Tanjiro's voice acting, oh my god, the voice acting throughout the whole movie was superb, but this voice acting from Tanjiro, when he was screaming about how, like, Rengoku didn't lose, was so crazy, and it's this moment where I'm like, I feel bad for anybody who saw the dub. I'm gonna be honest. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. You like what you like, but in this moment was totally a hundred percent, um, about, you know, about Tanjiro's like voice acting. It was, yeah. Wow, this guy is going crazy. He's like, I could only, I would have like, I'm gonna, when this DVD comes out, when the Blu-ray comes out, I'm gonna buy it. First of all, I support the official release. Um. Second of all, I'm just... Where did Tanjiro's sword go? Yes. Tanjiro <laughs> threw this sword. He keeps losing his swords, which is... I can only imagine his swordsmith is going to mark him the next time he sees him, but... Oh, you know, uh, where's your sword this time? In an upper three? <laughs> I yeeted it to him, like... Which, I wonder if that's going to play a part in like because i know in some animes like sometimes once you lose a weapon the enemy will like learn how to use the weapon so i wonder if like him or another one of the demons are gonna like use that sword to fight or kill other demons or something like that or not other demons but like other hashira like like keep the sword and like use it in like as a trophy yeah a trophy or even a weapon you know like well yeah yeah like use that sword to kill other people as like a spit in the face. Like I'm murdering you with your own weapon. Yeah. Gotcha. I yeah. feel like that. could. Be I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel like that could, I feel like that could be one. Um, That's one of those fun parts about demon slayer for me is that I don't know what's going to happen next. Same. And that's exciting. No, it's extremely exciting. And like, it's just like such a ride. And when we were in the theater, it was so cool to see that everybody was like kind of, it was like a somber moment. Like you could hear, you could hear a pencil drop probably from like the other side of the theater. Like it was so, it was so quiet, like as this was happening. And shout out to Rengoku, ninth form, being named Rengoku, by the way. <laughs> um, that <Yeah>. was, <laughs> that was pretty badass. Um, but. The whole scene that, like, I was snobbing, like, I was sniffling for, like, the last 20 minutes. But when I really, like, kind of lost it and the tears flew down was when Rengoku was like, Tanjiro, I don't have a long left. Sit down and talk to me. And I was fine until Rengoku said that he acknowledged Nezuko as part of the Demon Slayer Corpse. And... Ooh. And- <laughs> Ooh. Like, yeah, no, to have one of the top dogs go, and eh, that demon's not so bad. She's fighting other demons. We're cool. Doesn't matter. I'm going to be dead. But, hey, I appreciate her. Yes, like, in, like, so that was the first moment. And when he told Inosuke and um, Zenetsu and Tanjiro to go and become 
powerful Hashira. He's like, I feel like you guys will be the strongest error of Hashira that they've ever seen. And he was like, I recognize your strength and live and who and like, you know, and then like they're crying and everything. And then Rengoku hears words for his mom and Bruh. about how like since you were so strong, it's your duty to protect the weak and just like when she hits him with that, I am proud of you, son. Bruh. Yes. Like, and he was like, I fulfilled my duty. I didn't let anyone die. <laughs> she was like, I'm proud of you. I was like, oh no. And then Rengoku dies with a smile on his face. And and a hole in his chest. Yes. Like the best of them. And like, it's, and again, it was like, okay. I was like, this is like level two of crying. I can't cry anymore. And then Tanjiro's crying, and Zenetsu's crying. I was like, wow, I really feel this. Oh, my God. And then Inosuke's like, no, don't cry. Like, he believed in you. He said that, like, you were recognized by him. And then Inosuke starts crying. And I'm like, okay, here's the other level. And then Inosuke starts, like, welling his arms. And like, uh, and I was like, this is exactly how yeah, I feel. Time to train. We can't be crying, so... In his in his like frustration and sadness, Inosuke is like banging on Tanjiro's head, and wait, he like ran off with his arms flailing. Yeah, yes, yeah, I was exactly like, that. that's totally me when my favorite character died, like he just did. <laughs> and then, bruh, when this man like, and what finally drove it home when I was just like, there was a little bit of snot to fall on my nose because I was ugly crying, was when his crow cried. I bruh. was like, no. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah. This shit was crazy. Like, and then he related to all the other Hashiras that, hey, he's dead. And you got to see everyone's reaction. Then there was, like, I just remember them all so clearly. You had, like, Gyu, who was like, I see the love Hashira. Um, Misaru was like, she was really sad, started crying. And I kind of forgot what the serpent Hashira did, honestly. I think half of them were, fuck these demons. Yeah. Half of them were, oh, shit. And then half of them were, I see. Like, I know Shinobu was super sad. Like, I know that um, Sodomy, or whatever his name was, the one that cut Nezuko with the scars on his face, was like, I swear, I'll kill all these demons. The stone Hashira was feeling some type of way. It was just like... And the sound Hashira was like, even Rengoku couldn't beat them. So, And it's his arc next, so I'm really tempted to see what he's gonna do. And I really hope it set this up for Tanjiro to avenge Rengoku. Like, I want Tanjiro and Inosuke to be the ones to kill this demon. Like, like it has to be. Like... <sighs> It's, I don't want Muzin to be like, you failed and kill him, because I will be super pissed. I'm like, no, he deserves to get the hands by Tanjiro. Yeah. So, like, that was the movie, man. It was wild. Um, I recommend watching it. Like I said, I'm going to buy it, buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out in June, because I want to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. I really, I really enjoyed this movie. I had to... I would, like, honestly, like, I don't know, like, I feel like, personally, I have to give it, like, a 10 out of 10 of how it made me feel, 
and like critically, like or whatever, I would probably give it a nine out of ten because I feel like not everybody could like. There was some stuff like I feel like hit me harder because I was emotionally attached to it, but. Like, I definitely personally give this a 10 out of 10. I would recommend, um, like I said, buying on Blu-ray. It's must. So good. It's a weird movie experience in terms of, like, how you expect a movie to function in terms of story relation and whatnot. Yeah. But it's an excellent extended play Demon Slayer experience. Like, you want to sit down for two hours of some crazy Demon Slayer bullshit, we got you. And especially with it being, like, so successful in Japan, being the number one biggest movie to ever come out there in theaters. Yes. Along with, like, it being story-attached and season two coming out soon. And it's fairly new, too. Like, it's not even two years old. It came out in 2019. Didn't it come out, like, last September in Japan? Like, 2020? Yeah, this came... The movie came out last year in Japan, but the series... the whole... Yeah. 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 Like, it's it's wild how big it's getting, and it's exciting to see them trying different ways to implement different mediums um, in storytelling like this. Because usually anime movies, you get kind of side stories or stuff that is totally non-canon... Or related in any way. But this is like pivotal to the continuation of the story. Which is super interesting. Like crazy. So totally. You like Demon Slayer. If you're keeping up on the story. Find a way to watch this. When the Blu-ray comes out. If there's another run of screenings. Or if they drop it on a streaming service. You know. Yeah. Watch this along with season two. It's lit. It grossed 20 million over the weekend. Well deserved. In America. Well deserved. And that's a wrap on Demon Slayer, the movie, Mugen Train Arc. You can catch the podcast on all your podcasters, uh, talking Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast, uh, whatever podcatcher you prefer, or on Twitter at your TSP. That's U-R-T-S-P. Kai, you got a Twitter too? Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads. That's um, Dreads with a Z. Um, find me for all your anime, weeb stuff, and go and check out our other product at Content Breaker. Um, that's at Content Breaker, all one word, for other anime and pop culture animation fun stuff. Yep. And we'll catch y'all next week for more Your Typical Shonen Protagonist.